The podcast you are about to hear contains graphic language and adult content. Sorry, moms. Welcome back to another week of Craig's Essential Crisis. This just in. We're making a podcast. That's all. Oh, good. That was very CNN of us to break nothing do you think when newscasters go to like do you think they go to newscasting school and they're like told they have to talk like that what a regional dialect they have to talk like this they always talk like this when they're talking about the news and every newscaster does it no matter where they're from i have followed a couple news people on the soon to be banned tiktok app and you know what i gotta say when they go live and stuff they don't talk like that it's just when they're on the actual camera, but not on the TikTok camera. So it is a thing you got to turn on. I think I'd be a good newscaster. Uh, wow. I did, all that to say. <laughs> I did the NBC studio tour one time, and part of it, you get to visit the NBC News desk, or like a little demo desk, mm-hmm. where uh, you, they get some volunteers, and one of you reads the weather, and one of you gets to read from the news desk, and I volunteered. Let me say, reading the teleprompter, not easy work. No, I believe it. It's hard to do and not look like you're reading. That's the trick, you know? Mm. I just, I love that, like, you did that and did somebody, like, compliment you and you're like, wow, you should really do that. And then you're like, from that day on, I knew. I knew I was born to be a newscaster. Lester Holt was standing in the back of the room and he was like, hey, kid, you got the good. (laughs) You got what it takes to make a big kid. Don't stop. If you, uh, if you ever think about a career in news, tell him Lester Holt. Sent ya. I'm glad you can just name drop news people. Um, I don't know that I could, but I'm glad that you can. Oh man, Bob Costas. Brian Williams. I know he kind of went through a weird thing. Isn't he a beach then... boy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Wait, not... it's actually Brian Wilson is a beach boy. Brian Wilson is the beach boy. Sorry, that tells you how much I know about beach boy culture. And there was, there was a song called Brian Wilson... And that's the only reason I know that, that he's a beach boy. And I can't remember. Oh, no, I'm really exposing my ass uh-oh, right uh-oh. now. Oh, I just realized who that song is by. Who is it by? It's a, it's a Bare Naked Ladies song. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's, um, that could be worse. Bare Naked yeah. Ladies were, uh, you know, very much pushed on us as It's true. Youths. I would agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I fully felt like a 40-year-old woman listening to them, but like... It did. It did work for me. I guess yeah. I was very. I was very much a BNL fan. I was just reminded of Bare Naked Ladies Week on the WB channel, where they had a whole week of. I don't even know what the tie-in promotion was. They like redid the song. Uh, one one week is that the name of the song? Yes. Uh, it, why? Yes, it is. Okay, good. You would know. Yeah, they redid that <laughs> song, but made it all about the characters on WB's programming block. And Incredible. that was Bare Naked Ladies Week. That was the thing. I don't know. I don't Incredible. know what else it did for them. It just was a thing. Anyway, my point is, it's not your fault. Oh, thank you. I've been waiting years for somebody to say that to me. You're justified in your like of Bare Naked Ladies because you didn't have a choice. Thank you so much. I've been waiting. Uh, you just healed my inner child in a way you didn't even know was possible. Oh, good. Oh, that's sweet. I've definitely uh, liked some bad music in the past. Not you. No, 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 yeah. not you. I, this is going to be, I don't even want to say this. Say it. No, you get, you built yourself but, a little house that you have to live in now. Yeah. I think I could find Facebook posts where I was convinced, convinced that Robert Kelly's it. 20, like 2008 album was going to be like, something we would still be talking about today. I don't even know who Robert Kelly is. You might know him better as R. Kelly. Oh! <laughs> oh no. And, that like, was he was the having... the turn of the century. Sorry, I did not see that coming. <laughs> no. You know, there's a lot about that I didn't see coming. Yeah. He was having a real reemergence, and I was fully on board. And I am so, so sorry. You didn't know enough. The doc hadn't come out yet. You, you simply didn't know. You complete ignorance. You were a literal child. I didn't know. Is that the name of a beach boy, Robert Kelly? Okay. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, hey, just a couple of things. You know what? I'm going to do housekeeping up top because I don't care. And I'm on a lot of DayQuil right now, Ooh. everybody. It's not COVID. Okay. Relax. I just have a common cold. Um, first piece of housekeeping. Hey, everybody. Um, you might know me and the Ravioli Woman. We're in a duo called Doc of the Bay, an improv duo. Uh, and we got a couple of improv shows coming up here in Los Angeles. We are a resident team at Westside Comedy Theater. Woo! We're going to have shows. We have shows every other Monday at that theater at 7 p.m., on Mondays. Our next show is going to be the 17th, uh, and then the first and then the 15th. Uh, so check that out if you want West side comedy theater, Doc the Bay doing duos. And then for a bit of podcast related news, uh, strap in, go to your local bud tender stock up. Cause guess what the next episode is going to be. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Is everyone yelling? Is everyone yelling their guesses at home? Are you yelling so loud? Your neighbors can hear. I don't hear you. They probably got it. They probably don't hear you. Uh, you're right. Two and two together, or maybe I should say they probably put four and twenty together. Oh, get them! Because it's going to be our annual four twenty episode. We are going to be a little bit under the influence. A little bit, a little bit stony baloney. As you all know, it's. I feel like either it's probably your favorite episode of the year or your least favorite episode, and you wish you would just. Stop doing them, but we're not going to because we have a good time. And yeah, they're a little rambly. And yeah, last (laughs) year maybe we ate lollipops with ants in them. We (laughs) didn't eat them all the way, but you're just gonna, if you didn't listen to that, you're just gonna have to listen to it. It was a thing. It was a stellar, that was a stellar, um, that was a real roller coaster of an episode. I'll say that, I'll say that much. Um, but yeah, our next episode is going to be uh, dropping a day early so that we can hit 420. We'll release it on 420. So keep tuned for that. Other than that, should we start this podcast? I would very much like to get this joint a rolling. You caught my eye in the grocery line. Podcast for listeners seeking a bubblegum nihilist for a date to celebrate the end of democracy by attending a double feature of Barbie and Oppenheimer with me. It's time for another Craigsistential Crisis, a show where we take the misconnection section into new directions. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And on this show, I almost want to do a little singing thing. This is how we should write the next part of the intro, but we didn't do it yet, so why don't we just say it? Why don't we just Uh, say it? Just say it like people, I guess. Um, Yeah, this is a little show where we go through the misconnection section of Craigslist, which is a free and open forum on the internet where you can just go and post. And specifically in this section, you're posting about people you had a chance encounter with that you didn't get to act on in the moment. Now you're regretting it, so you shout it into the internet void and hope that they respond to you and you have your happily ever after or at least get your wick dipped either way a happy ending for somebody maybe um and we hope we hope i mean honest to god uh Talon and i put countless hours into trawling craigslist to find you the best misconnections that we then read on this website and we send these to each other cold so the ones that i'm sending Talon are the first time he's ever seen them the one he sends me First time I've ever seen them, theoretically. Um, and you know, with that, Talon, I sent you one. Do you want to read the very first? Does that feel good to you? Yeah, sorry. I thought you had more to the sentence. No. <laughs> I was I like, was, the very first what? I just like okay. people to think that I have something else to say. Ah, keep them on their toes. Okay, yeah, here we go. Heartbreaker's Ball. I don't remember what your name was, but you were wearing a black dress and had curly hair. I was wearing a NoFX shirt and have a wolf cut. I came up after your set at the show to tell you I like your music. You were kind, but got distracted and said, Oh, fuck no, he sent me Squidward dollars, methinks, and then sprinted in the opposite direction. 
I just want to know if I heard you correctly, and if so, what the fuck are Squidward dollars? This is a good question. <laughs> this is a good... Also, my initial question, what are Squidward dollars? Um, yes, I saw this one too, and uh, it's... Yeah. What <laughs> are... What do you think Squidward dollars are? I mean, in my darkest moments, I think that Squidward dollars are probably some horrid new type of cryptocurrency. Um, as much as I hope they aren't. Um, aren't we done? Aren't, aren't we, we done, done with that? Haven't we finished? Hasn't, hasn't that been finished? Isn't everybody who promoted any form of crypto being, like, sued now? Like, didn't we learn? Yeah. Like, isn't it illegal? Isn't crypto illegal now? It's just... Anyway, I hope... It's either that or it's a new drug that is sweeping the market. And honestly, it's been a long time coming since there was a drug based on the SpongeBob universe, I feel like. What was the other one? Not okay. You're right. There what there hasn't been, and I feel like there should have been by now. Is what I mean to say. <laughs> but even Caught you just you thought in your head, you just believed that there could have been one, and yeah, that's, for sure, there should be. Uh, that you who doesn't look at that show now as an adult and think there's probably this is a drug. This Jel- is a drug. jellyfish rave. The oh my god, the, the way jellyfish rave. The the jellyfish slime affects these characters when they when they put it on bread oh my god oh my god things go crazy um but yeah squidward dollars drugs crypto squidward dollars i don't i also am imagining just a dollar bill but like it's like a counter one of those like badly made counterfeit dollar bills and instead of a president it's squidward yeah (laughs) i like that commonly known as squidward dollars um yeah that's what i'm imagining in any case that it would cause them to just run off immediately, sprint off in the opposite direction is interesting. <laughs> it is, but I also I also feel like I, at times, uh, have been in a social situation and just immediately been ripped out of the situation I'm in by, you know, my attention being grabbed and have just mindlessly sprinted away from something that I probably should have stuck in. Well, I think there was a lot of that, and that's what leads to a lot of misconnections, but... I, nonetheless, I'm just, what could it, if it wasn't Squidward Dollars, what could it have been that they said that sounded like (laughs) Squidward Dollars? Nothing quite sounds like Squidward Dollars. We're also not addressing the fact that this could be um, just a a real wild ruse to get out of a conversation with somebody with a NoFX shirt on, which can't blame them. Can't blame him there. Uh, wanted to get out of that conversation. But it could have also been a ruse. And this person was like, I'm just going to say the first thing that comes to mind. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, I'm sorry. I got I to gotta go. This person sent me Squidward dollars. Ah, uh, fuck. I got Squidward dollars. Ah. I think that would work. I think that's a freebie for anyone here to try. First of all, they're not going to know where you got it from. Unless they happen to be a listener of this podcast. And they go, wait a minute. I've heard that before. But unlikely. I think <laughs> if you got somewhere... You want to be that isn't with a person, use this. Use this. It'll work. Yeah. It's not my first time at the Squidward Dollar Rodeo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we should all have a Squidward Dollar in our pocket for such an occasion. (laughs) That's what God made Squidward Dollars for. (laughs) The banks won't take them, but we will. We will. Have you ever um, been in a really uncomfortable conversation and used an excuse to get out of it? If I ever did, and I'm sure I feel like I can picture college me being in a room with just some very... I definitely knew some people in college who just didn't have the ability to know that they were making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> just I like, don't think that's even specific to college, buddy. I think that's no. just... <laughs> I think that's just when I felt like allowed to act on it. Like before mm. then I was like, I should be polite and stay. And then when I was in college, I'm like, I got to be my own person. Okay. Ooh. Um, Development. Th- yeah. So when I realized like, oh, I can choose kind of who I want to spend my time with and be around. And this person ain't it. So I can You never used a really transparent excuse like, oh, I hear someone calling my name (laughs) and then leaving. I wasn't as clever. I really did. I think it was always like, yeah, I just got a thing. I got to go. I got an errand. I got to run. But (laughs) uh, this has been good. I'm sorry I can't join you to the thing you invited me to that I am totally free for, but I am not. I don't want to. I don't want to. Also, 
Shout out to the baddies who are able to just say no and that, that they don't have anything better to do. I think that is that is power. Shout out to those baddies. Shout out to those baddies. I love that. How about for them. you? Um I don't think I think I'm I'm pretty good at having like a list of excuses in my pocket. Um I feel like I do it a lot. I feel like I find myself leaving conversations a lot. And just being like, oh, well, I got to go use the bathroom or, oh, my pants feel a little tight. Need to go deal with that or whatever. Uh, So I I excuse myself from conversations a lot, but I've never done anything. I've never had to say anything out loud, outlandish like Squidward dollars, but maybe someday. Maybe someday. I also feel like, not to call anyone out, um, sometimes people just use an upset tummy to get out of things. And I just feel like. I have an upset tummy every day, and that's not allowed for me. And Sorry, I'm who are you calling out, Tom? I didn't say I'm calling out anybody. Because as I'm a girl with an anybody. upset tummy, that feels a little targeted. But the truth is, buddy, you wouldn't like me when I've got an upset tummy. And I agree. I just feel like, <laughs> I just don't know what it is. I don't feel like I'm allowed to be like, I can't do this because I have diarrhea. Um, you, should, you should say that. I. I mean, if the pools are allowed to keep people out, you're allowed to keep people out too because of your own active diarrhea. Sure. That's true. And that for for by the same token, I've never stopped myself from getting in a pool because I have diarrhea. <laughs> He's a bad boy, lady and gentlemen. He's a bad boy. Watch out. It's a it's a occurrence that happens more often than not, you know? Sometimes it's just like I don't eat a veggie often enough. You've never waited 14 days. I need more days. fiber. You've never <laughs> waited 14 days. 14 days? That's what it says. It says if you have had active diarrhea in the last 14 days, you're not supposed to go in a public pool. Some people get it just from getting on a plane. And I'm supposed to get off the plane and book another 14 days to avoid diarrhea? No. <laughs> no. No. I also feel like I also feel like bidet users get a special pass because <laughs> Wait. let me tell you right now, squeaky clean, squeaky clean back there. No matter what my situation is like, that's the thing. If you just like if you clean yourself, it's it, not a problem. It shouldn't be a problem. And as long as you're not leaky, yeah. No, okay. Just to be clear, <laughs> I've never been <laughs> oozing. Okay. <laughs> no. You said leaky. It's not much better. I've <laughs> never been like actively diarrheaing. It's just been like, I didn't feel so good this morning. Why are you so defensive? Nobody's accusing you of anything. And no one was accusing you of being someone who had an upset tummy. <laughs> okay? I'm accusing myself of that. Okay, let's move on from this. I don't have any more to do. No more. This is so gr- nasty talk. Such <laughs> nasty talk on this podcast. I know. We're normally so much more civilized. So much more svelte. Okay, I've got one from you here. Scared to be the only blue-collar boy at the Gex show. Going to the 100 Gex concert, but I work in forestry. Please don't be mean to me. I don't know what to wear. I hope the goth girl I'm going with will protect me. At least I have a nose piercing. Okay, let me tell you. I have an instant reaction to this. Okay. Mainly because it sounds like somebody I would be attracted to and I'm mad about it. <laughs> they work in forestry and they have a nose piercing. Get the hell out of my face. Get the, <laughs> get the hell away from me. And then number two, this reads just like, okay, Sarah's about to go on a rant. I've been on Tinder go. a lot recently, so I've got a lot Ooh. of vitriol saved up. So really gird your fucking loins right now. I'm ready. We're plug ready. Up, plug up that hole. We're getting in the pool of hatred. <laughs> Men on dating apps. Stop calling yourselves golden retriever boys. That's not how it works. You don't get to call yourself that. Other people get to call you that, buddy. And if you say that, that's a red flag because you're trying to make me think you're harmless. And only people who've got something to hide want me to think they're harmless. And this this misconnection, I'm real cranky because I'm sick and I don't feel good. (laughs) This guy reeks of... Oh, poor little me. Oh, no. I'm going to be the only forestry man. Okay. I'm going to stop now because I realize I'm doing exactly what our creed and calling on this podcast is, which is we're not going to make fun of the people who write the misconnections. And I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I just had to say that. To be fair, I think the biggest thing is like, no kink shaming. But I think if this isn't even about them, right? This is about... This is an archetype you apparently have seen on the apps. And, uh, yeah, baby. I haven't heard this. I haven't heard about a golden retriever boy. 
You haven't? It's like this whole horrid TikTok mind rot mindset where it's like, mm, golden retriever gamer boy needs scary mean bi girlfriend. And I cannot tell you how fucking often I get messages that are like, mm, are you big scary bi girl? Are you going to pretend? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I want a nap. <laughs> That's what I want. Anyways. This is like the opposite of a manic pixie dream girl, it feels like. It's I I would say it's just another shade. It's like they Ooh. realized they weren't allowed to manic pixie dream girl anymore, and so they like leaned into the opposite direction. Mm. And like, it's just like a so dumb. Like the commodification. Okay, I'm really getting in deep now. Like the commodification of people's identities is so stupid. It's stupid. That's all I have to say. You know what? Let him have it. I bet I, this, is, this guy sounds like he's got the money to be able to take it. Okay. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine is what I'm trying to say. You're going to be fine. Stop Stop making yourself out to be a little vulnerable guy. You're going to be fine. Relax. If I can be the <laughs> only black guy at a Tenacious D concert, you can be what the Scott Pilgrim in this 100 Gecko show or whatever. I'm not cool. <laughs> Grandpa. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> Hundred Gex? Yeah, I could see them not being exactly your style. They uh, look like uh, D. Antwood, but like but a like, little bit more chill. Yeah, like more more fragile. Yeah, D. Antwood, and a, but and a little uh, stranger on mushrooms instead of whatever the hell D. Antwood's on. <laughs> uh, racism. There we go. Disney karaoke at the gym. You seem to think that. You can sing at the 24-hour fitness in the Pearl. While many of us in the pool, steam room, and sauna think that you should stay in the privacy of your own home. You are both off-tune and too much vibrato. Please, stop singing, because your voice would be used as torture at Gitmo. Demo recordings available upon request. Ooh, and they got receipts. Damn, they got receipts. Oh, man. Can we can we get those recordings? <laughs> no. I mean, honestly, I was like, "Why well, you got to make us ask for them?" I wish they were just out and about, but put it in a link. Um, put gosh. in the link. First of all, again, yeah, I don't want to shame anyone, but like singing aloud at the gym. I think I made the point to say last week that anything that isn't just working out, especially if it's between, between two men, is 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 homosexual. That's <laughs> that's the truth. Um, if they're talking at the gym. Psh, Come on. Come Just on. bang. Just bang. More like come on each other. Hey. You know what I mean? Hey. But full on belting, uh, I guess, Disney music, Disney songs at the gym. Singing at the gym. This person better be a touring Broadway cast member for a Disney musical who's in training. Well, they're not because they're both off tune and there's too much vibrato. So they need a lot of training. A lot of training. Just the audacity. I mean, but also, not to not to typecast here, but I'm going to come out here and typecast. Of course, it'd be a Disney adult doing it. I couldn't imagine anyone else belting in the gym other than Disney fans. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to say Hamilton fans for some reason, but... Mm, I would say that the, the overlap of those is almost a circle. <laughs> and I'm not... Listen, no shame... I was on, you know, shuffling liked songs on my Spotify earlier. Actually, to be fair, it was a Spotify DJ function that outed me. It was like, here's what you were listening to in 2017. And the karaoke track for My Shot came on. And I still remember every word. So that was my morning, <laughs> stuck in traffic. Belting. So you are, you are so throwing I, rocks in glass houses, but it's okay. Yes, I am. But uh, I never said I wasn't. <laughs> so... <laughs> What uh, what Disney songs do you think you'd uh, belt while working out? Which well, ones first go off, hard I'd for rather, you? Well, first I'd rather never. Um, I'd okay. actually rather be put down publicly than All do right. that. All right. Noted. Um, and now which songs? And now which songs? Um, I guess if I had to pick some, I would probably do like a like a let's get down to business situation. That's good. Um, or my horny favorite, Hellfire from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. It slaps. It's the Catholic trauma, everybody. It slaps. Okay. The Catholic trauma really leaps out during that. Like one. fire. Mm, I'm getting fire. horned up just hearing oh, it. Oops. Okay, uh, I'll stop. <laughs> um, Hunchback was on my list, too. I would have been thinking out there. 
Oh my god, so good. Um, that's a good one. That's a good. Didn't one. they recent? They recently released the cast for the live Hunchback of Notre so- Dame, which. Made me, Elena read them out loud to me. We were driving somewhere and I said, is this an April Fool's joke? And she said, I don't think so. I think it turned out to be a fan-made thing that Josh Gad was, I think, wishing into existence. But we should not do that. Thank God, no. Oh my God. I I was shaking in my boots at the thought of that. I will say, the Broadway musical, worth a listen. And Patrick Page, who is also Hades and Hadestown... Got a great voice. Got a great voice for Frollo. And uh, he do he does it right. He does he it right. He does it right. Yeah. It's hard to do. Hard to get the right uh the right mix. I who fed you kept you lost you. Well, I don't know, was it? Wow. All right. Showing us that you're just ready to leap into I'm so, the moment you I hit I the treadmill. I would love to play Frollo. Someone give me the mic. Oh, my God. I think you do a pretty good Frollo. I'll be honest with you. How can I, I protect slay. you, boy, unless you stay away in here? <laughs> anyway, that would be fun. It would be hard to run to. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But um, that's the point, is you're like cardio training, you know? Yeah. Anyway, there's right. definitely some good songs. Keep them in your headphones. You don't need to be singing them. If no. you're going to do that, that's what outside is for. Go out, out there, there. Uh, yeah. running anyway. on your own. Out of fear shot. Okay. Okay. Spirit Mountain. Want to go to Spirit Mountain Casino with me? I'm not like going alone and want some people to go with me Saturday, April 1st. I can pick up in Albany only. The same city as me will stay as long as we still want. I am 32 female, only looking for friends. For fryneds. Sorry, I said that last word incorrectly. They're only looking for fryneds. Yeah, just to be so clear. Don't don't go out here looking for anything else. Nope, just a couple frying heads to join me at the casino. Um, <laughs> thoughts on this? Um, I, I, I think that people should be careful about hanging out at casinos. <laughs> There's my hot take about this one. Especially with strangers you invited from Craigslist as a famal. A famal. Um... Just the internet has this habit of being very creepy dude heavy. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is either a trap, honestly, for creepy dudes, or uh, oh. or just a just a bad idea. One or the other. It's a honey pot. You're thinking it's a honey pot. Is that what the term is? You think we're gonna get some some hard candy type shit going down? <laughs> I. <laughs> think uh what's his name chris chris wallace no from who that date chris hansen chris hansen why'd i go chris wallace? and you mean to catch a predator to catch a predator dateline yeah yeah i did mean to catch a predator yeah, yeah. <sighs> take two. Oh, i'm talking chris <laughs> hansen from to catch a predator that was just at the top of my head uh crazy crazy yeah gosh first of all why were we watching that show as like Teens. I mean, I guess it's good to know. I mean, but... it's good to know that there are pedophiles online, and you should really watch out. But like that, we were not the target audience. We weren't. We weren't. There were a lot of things on the internet that, in the the cable television, we shouldn't have been watching. But did you know? And I'm about to. Re- this is a thing I do, and I really, oh I'm going to put a good disclaimer on it. <laughs> Sometimes I repeat things I read on the internet and didn't second check. Okay, yeah. so take Great. that with a grain of salt right so, now. All right. Cool. Do you know the reason that show got canceled? Or at least wow. the viral internet rumor as to why that show got canceled. What's the sitch? The viral internet rumor as to why that show got canceled is because one of the people that they caught on To Catch a Predator, because they don't know who it is before they catch the predator, that's like the point, <laughs> uh, turned out to be like a district judge oh. in the area he was caught, and then the dude committed suicide like two days later after he was caught. Um, and so they they stopped making the show. Um, I believe I'm not gonna it. Say, I'm not going to say here nor there on that. Um, I'm not going to say that was a great loss for the world. Um, Man. You know? Of all the people, you would think a judge would know, like, that that's a no-no. Uh, you Of all the people that you would think would be safe, a presumably white man in a position of power would probably not be a bad guy, right? I'm not saying they don't do bad Frollo. things. I'm just saying... Uh, Frollo sympathizer? <laughs> well... <laughs> So are you then, right? I mean, you basically just said you want to bang him. I'm just horny for him. I don't sympathize with him. Relax. There's a big difference. Okay. Okay. 
God, I'm trying to remember who was in the cast list for that fake casting <laughs> of Frollo. Because it wasn't someone I think... It was oh, it not... Was, oh, it was... What's his name? Who's the 12th Doctor on Doctor Who? Peter Capaldi. And I was like, well, oh, certainly no. looks the part, but I don't know if he can sing Frollo. Anyway. Yeah, does he like, does he like, you know, ooze sexual <laughs> Like in the way that Judge Frollo does. <laughs> Yeah. I'm really exposing my ass here. Okay, we're continuing. I mean, as I do. That's kind of my MO around here. Um, Yeah, I would say say be careful. I would say uh, I do love that this person clarified that the reason they're only willing to pick up in Albany is because that's where they live. (laughs) Uh, Do love that little line there. But other than that, I say be careful. Just be a little careful. That's all. Yeah, and listen, you can just probably make friends at a casino if you really want to. I'm I feel sure like they're probably pretty friendly. Some are, yeah. some are friendly. There's going to be people at a slot machine alone who are going to be happy to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, there's a hotel right there. Mm. That's I, all I got to say. Or meet someone in a buffet line. And mm. you know, if you get a date, if you snag a date at the buffet line, that date, that date only ends when you want it to because it's all you can eat. But what about dessert? Don't fill up. That was, I was trying to do a come on and I am so not mentally here. It did not work. Um, You get the idea. Okay, I've got another one for you. Here you go. Miss Miss Bell. Without you, I can't fly anymore and don't feel fullness inside of you. I need you. Can you make me Peter again? You are my cute, mature, fairy tinker. Come back to me. Okay, and this is Exhibit B in my jail all Disney adults uh, case that I'm bringing to the jury. <laughs> yeah. Um, first of all, <laughs> I don't like the implication that Peter and Tinkerbell did anything involving being inside of one another. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. That one was that one was a bit of a shocker. Don't like it. Uh, that line. First of all, first of all. Tinkerbell's already kind of more mature than Peter, the boy who famously never grew up. Yep, yep. Uh, and so, all the more weird, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean, I do like, I, I don't know, there's a lot going on here. Mature fairy tinker. Mm-hmm. On one hand, I'm like, thank, thank you for, you know, making sure we knew that this wasn't creepy because she's mature. But um, that's still but also, not the most of the the it's problem. Not good. You're using straight up porn terminology here. Mm. Mature. Get out get out of here with that. Also, can you make me Peter? Do we think here Peter is being used as a verb, perhaps? Uh. An action if you for those of you following along at home. I don't want it. I I don't know. Don't I'm want just it. making I'm just making points here. You're right. Uh Pecker, that's what I was thinking. I was like, don't people call their penises Peters? But then I was like, that wrong P word. No, some people do, I'm sure. <laughs> some people. I There's a lot of uh, Peter Pan terminology you could use if you were trying to spin a, a sexual yarn. Sexual. Um, You know, pixie dust is in there. Okay. Lost Boys? I don't know. It feels like there's I don't some... like that one. I don't like that. Hook? Okay. Codfish. That Smee. alligator. That alligator. The ticks. Yeah. 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 There's no, some there I just, for sure. We'll work on it. Maybe don't. I don't know. Maybe don't work on it. I just, I just, if you're role playing as Peter Pan in the bedroom, like that is weird. I will say that I did have a real sexual awakening watching that live action Peter Pan. Which with one? The cute little blonde boy. Okay. The one yeah. that came out when we were like. I don't know, middle school teenagers. Yeah. Um, he was very cute. He was real cute. Uh, but other than that... And to be fair, you were a child. And to be fair, I was. I too was a child. In fact, we might be of an age. Might be of the same age. They just... Um, I'm trying to figure out it. who... Oh, is okay. I found it, I think. So this was the 2003 one? Yeah, his name's Jeremy something, I think. Jeremy Sumter. You were close. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Sumter's pretty good. <laughs> wow, incredible. He was born in 1989. Okay, well, he's a little bit older than me, but here's the deal. I like him older, so and win-win. Hold on, though. Jason Isaacs was uh, Mr. Darling, and he he pretty hot. And also, I think Hook was... 
Was he Maybe. also the same actor? Am I crazy? I think so. Wasn't that the whole thing with that one? Like, yeah, yeah, he was Mr. Darling and Captain Hook. Uh, he looked good as Captain Hook. I'll Lucius say. Malfoy worked. was a good Captain mm-hmm. Hook. Mm-hmm. They do Peter Pan like every every ten years nowadays. It's true. There's They're doing another one. Another one. Yep. There's another one. There's no. But we are not a movie podcast. Okay, don't get it twisted, y'all. No, we're just apparently a a Disney fetish and gym workout podcast. podcast. <laughs> All right, I got another one here. Okay. LHR to PDX flight, 3.30. I sat next to you on a flight from LHR to PDX on Thursday, 3.30. We both ordered gin and tonics. We didn't start chatting until we landed, but I wish we had chatted the whole evening. You seemed like an interesting dude. I was aware of you the whole night, and I wanted to tell you I thought you had about the nicest smile and voice I'd ever seen slash heard. I wish I'd told you that. That's a nice thing to hear from strangers. I hope your visit with your folks is going well. That's nice. They did have a very long flight on which to chit-chat and didn't. Because I, I think LHR is London, right? LHL, London Heathrow? I don't know. That could be that, wrong. That sounds right, though. I mean, I, I really else. pulled that out of my ass. I don't know. I, I mean, it was good. It. That was really Thank good. You. This is oh, why... I am right. Folks... Oh, good. Just pulled that out of her ass. This is why you should see Dock of the Bay at Westside <laughs> Comedy Theater in Every Santa Monica. Every, Every other Monday. Every other Monday. The 17th is the next show. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, you can learn things about airports. Yeah, I feel like I've talked on this podcast before, but I've had I've had a couple of good interactions on on airplanes. But for the most part, I like to just not be seen nor heard. Yeah, I was going to ask how you are with strangers in airplanes because it is kind of like it's a tricky situation because if you know it's a gamble whenever you talk to a stranger, but then to be stuck is. on an airplane with them, and sometimes it just sucks because that's the nature of the system. If you're flying alone, or if you're like two people and it's a you know three to a row. There's going to be someone next to you probably you don't know, most likely. Some strange freak. And I know we always hope that the plane just doesn't fill up, and they go ahead and get that out of the way early with the announcers. Like, this plane is full, so please don't hope for that. Don't make an extra seat by you. The plane is full. You will be sitting next to someone you don't know. Um, and holding hands with them. And Or they fall asleep on you. What situation... <laughs> Is worse than like having to go to the bathroom and you got to climb over a sleeping stranger and you're like, oh my God, I was on a plane with Elena and I was sitting next to a woman who was so dead asleep that I poked her several times and she didn't wake up because Elena had to pee and Elena literally had to grab her and shake her and we both (laughs) felt so bad, but that's life sometimes. That's what happens when you pick the aisle seat, buddy. I mean, it's rough. They need to do something about this on planes. Here's my idea. You got a, you got a personal TV, you got a personal cup holder, a little personal toilet. Right in the seat. Fix planes. Yeah. Little, That's little, our answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. Strangers on well, planes. It's, strangers on planes. And then sometimes if you get lucky, you know, maybe you start, maybe you do, I do think this is the kind of situation where like, they should have had that conversation immediately. Because at its worst, you exchange a play, you, know, you tell someone, hey, you got a, you got a nice voice. And then it's like, okay, thank you. And then you just sit in silence for the next 14 hours. You know, at least you broke that seal. Now you know, okay, if I have to, like, bother this person, at least I know they don't, like, hate me. So, so there's that. That's Tullin's airplane flirting advice. Get it in early. Get it in early. Test the waters. Just, I would truly probably appreciate if a stranger next to me in a plane made an effort to just be friendly. Just because... You know, the whole time, if they haven't, I'm, like, going to be so in my head about, like, how do I approach having to, like, get up from my seat? Or how do I tell this person they're, like, falling asleep on me and it's making me uncomfortable? (laughs) Good, uh, good perspective. Yeah. Also, here's just another rule. Don't take your socks off on airplanes. Don't show your bare feet. No, no raw dogging. No, put those dogs away. Get those grippers back in their shoes. When you buy a plane ticket, you are making a commitment to just wear shoes. And keep them. Keep, keep them, on. them on. Okay? Freaks. And another thing. Stop putting your <laughs> foot up on the dashboard in a car in a passenger seat. I don't want to look behind me in the rear view and see your bare feet. Stop it. All right, well, that's somebody else's vehicle, and I don't know that you're allowed to dictate that, Mr. I think I am. All also, right, you know what? Here, read another misconnection. No, we're, we're, no. I, you know what? I'm done. It. No, here, I'm... shove this here. <clears throat> shove it down your throat. Fine. 
All right, fine, fine. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) He got a little heated there. Yep, I forgot where we were. Joyrider, I was on my way home when I noticed you driving a telehandler forklift recklessly through downtown. I watched in awe, quickly realizing you probably just had taken it from a nearby construction site. I followed you for a few blocks as you carelessly smoked cigarettes while smashing the forklift into the ground, honking incessantly, and running red lights through traffic. It was beautiful. You smiled at me a few times with a sense of carelessness and joy that felt like lightning in a bottle. I'd love to capture that feeling again with you sometime. The best part about this, it's real. Uh, It has been confirmed there was somebody who stole a forklift in downtown Portland and drove it around the day this was posted. Oh my god. Um, So it has been confirmed this is a real event that occurred, and boy, love might really exist, folks. This, Love might really exist. This is exactly how Joker 2 is going to open. <laughs> With Harley Quinn seeing Joker doing some crazy shit and being like, I'm in love. And you know what? It, it's because the truth is stranger than fiction, folks. Hey, I mean, I would be too <laughs> fascinated if I saw it. I'd just be watching probably from more of a distance than this person was. But uh, Wow. I love it. I uh, I think that I love that they saw this person driving a forklift and was like, "Them, they're the one. They've got something special. They've got lightning in a bottle." They've they've realized the the pointlessness of it all, and they've just just taken control of their life because we have so little. That's we what the Joker's so really about. That person's really broken out of the simulation. You know, all of us are following these rules that we don't really have to follow. The rules are all on our head, man. Yeah. Who says you can't steal that forklift from the from the construction site? Well, the police do, apparently, because this person was arrested at the end of the story. Oh, oh I'm sorry. But the laws we made up? The laws that are j- just exist because some guy decided on them? Back in the olden days, they used to drive forklifts like crazy all over the place all the time. And nobody said a thing. Nobody said boo. Oh, who says you have to wear clothes? The police. Take, take, you know what? The police do say you have to wear socks in the airplane. But other than that, other than that that rule, that's a real rule. That's a nature, that's a nature rule. I think the only police I would respect are air marshals. And that's because they're doing the Lord's work of making sure everyone is wearing their goddamn socks on the plane. Exactly. Exactly. That's a form of terrorism. Being barefoot on a plane is terrorism. <laughs> You've heard it here first, folks. And yeah, um, wow, this is, well, I mean, thank you. Thank you for posting this. I, I hope you two get together and let us know how it goes. Please. Uh, yeah, I feel like this would be a, a, real, a real romance for the ages. So let us know. I hope, I hope this person went and bailed you out. <laughs> Of jail later. That really does sound like the beginning of either Joker 2 or the next great romantic comedy. Or the next both. great rom-com. It's like, hey, uh, I know you don't know me, but I, I saw what you did. And listen, if you're not busy, and I know you're not because I just bailed you out of jail, you want to grab a drink? <laughs> That's leverage. Why do they call you the trash man? Why do your friends call you the trash man? You're a silver Nordic king. I would climb you like a pine tree. I miss us. There was really some meter going there. I fully thought this was about to break into a poem. Yeah. There was know. there was a little bit of meter, a little bit of rhyme going. Um, and unfortunately, it didn't end up being a poem. But I was excited about it. I mean, it's got a lot of the elements of a, of a, of a Walt Whitman. Yeah, the, you're a silver Nordic king. I would climb you like a pine tree. Those, that's a real classic mm. iambic situation. Or would those be similes? A simile, uh, yeah. yeah. Those are double, double simile. Well, one's a metaphor because there's no like. Okay, we're not getting into this. English majors. Shut <laughs> All the right. Up. All right. You um, caught me. I'm always trying Nordic to get cling. you to be an English major. People are always talking about climbing other people like trees, and I'm just gonna say it. I don't think climbing trees is a very sexy position to be in. You know, I always ended up scraped up and real scared because I'm terrified of heights. Whenever I hear that phrase, I do imagine the act physically, and I'm like, I don't see the appeal. <laughs> and that uh, if a person were to try climbing me like a tree, I don't think I would be very turned on. And I think that's fair. And I also think that uh, some people some people just really have a fetish for people that are like way bigger than they are. 
That's true. Like there's like, it's like the whole thing on the internet. Uh, my other, all right, Sarah's put on her Tinder rant, rant hat again. Here we go. Um, my favorite thing that I see in almost, I would say 85% of Tinder profiles is men saying their height and then saying, if that matters, <laughs> uh, which is my favorite thing to do. Cause they're telling you, but they're mad. They're angry about it. <laughs> um, and I will say that, that, that I, I understand that this is coming as a backlash to people, to, to lots, lots of ladies like being like, I'm not going to date a man who's shorter than six foot. And not to be rude, but to those little five two people that are saying that, what's the difference, buddy? I don't Ooh. know that you could tell the difference between somebody who's five eight and six one. Yeah, you just look it up. That's all you got. Honestly, um, as a tall person, and I'm not saying that to brag. There's a lot of downsides. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. Saying it to brag. Everyone, put your pe- your dicks away. He's bragging. No, 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 no. I swear. I'm just 6'2", and I'm not even lying about it. And, like, if that <laughs> if matters. If that even matters. If that even matters. <laughs> but, like, honestly, my back hurts a lot. Every time I drop mm. something, it fucking stinks to have to bend over to <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> Putting on my shoes sometimes is just, like, such a hassle. God. Everyone's always There's asking so me to many... reach for stuff. There are so many incels hearing you say this that want to kill you right now. Honestly, I uh, I know there's a surgery to be taller. I wish there was a surgery to be shorter. <laughs> hey, it's short king spring right now, right? That's a thing. Yeah, when is it going to be tall king winter? When's going to be tall king winter for the tall boys? <laughs> uh, tall boy representation. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, but this, uh, this misconnection did have an interesting follow-up that I actually oh. just sent you. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's exciting. It has a follow-up regarding why do they call you the trash man? What is wrong with you boys? Stop sending me photos of your junk. Does this work? Hint, it doesn't. Grow up. Do better. I'm just out here trying to find a specific Nordic king. Mmm, mm. that's sad. So this person posted this on Craigslist and immediately got a bunch of people emailing them dick pics. Yeah, a bunch of people um, going, I got your Nordic king right here. That's not yeah. helpful. To be fair, on one hand, I'm like... If you're looking for a Nordic king, that makes me nervous about what that says about you. And maybe that's just, it's like seeing an American flag. I get nervous. You know Are what I'm you saying? Are you saying this person deserved all the dick No, picks? no, 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 no. I am not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I don't think anyone gets to have undeserved dick pics sent to them. Um, or un, sorry, un, what is it called? Solicited dick pics sure, sent sure, sure. to them. Also, um, I get also, what you're saying. Maybe yeah, they were just looking for this white boy. Yep. But we don't know anything about this poster. Maybe, maybe they we don't know a thing about them. Maybe they, uh, maybe they aren't white themselves. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Um, I also think that uh, Craigslist. Maybe you shouldn't let people email photos through your service because true. <laughs> yeah, or you know, put a people who own an email put an image filter on your emails because that that's haunting. Uh, I'm sorry this person had to get a bunch of random penises. That's, never, that's not a good time. I am too. There's nothing about the first post that even like suggested that like if the right person did it, it would be a good thing. You know what I mean? It's not a post yeah. that lends itself more to the idea that it should receive dick pics more than any other Craigslist posting, which makes me concerned. Sure. Is this just happening to every person? Who I hate to tell Craigslist? you, and I think yes. I think the answer is yes. And I think especially... If there are any hints that you may be of the female persuasion. That's it. And there were no hints that you're that this person was of the female persuasion. There wasn't. However, us being, you know, the heteronormative society that we are, peop the same kind of people who send dick pics are the same kind of people who are gonna assume that anyone looking for a man is going to be a woman. Yeah. And that's that on that that's my criminal minds analysis. Yeah. That sounds apt. That sounds apt. So anyway, unfortunate Follow up. I unfortunate follow up. I hope, I hope you find your Nordic king after having to fight off all those penis pics. Yeah, unless you're racist. Unless you're racist, in which case you don't necessarily deserve those penis pics. But no, I don't feel that as bad for you. I just hope you don't find them. In that case, <laughs> I hope it's a fruitless <laughs> effort on your part. So glad you're around. Round and round and round we go. Where are the strangers? Nobody knows. Happy Hump Day. Let's get it cracking. I have to tell you right now. I know this guy. <laughs> I don't know him personally, but I got to tell you, 
I know this poster. This poster posts almost every day what? with inspirational posts like this. And I fucking love them. And I hope they stay on this Craigslist section forever because uh, it cracks me up. And they always are just out here sending good vibes. Sometimes they're a little horny and it's fine. It's never directed or scary. I just, God, I just wanted to have you read that one so we could say, God bless you anonymous misconnection poster honestly that's the person who needs a craigslist podcast that's the person who's having experiences that you and i are not through mm-hmm. this website mm-hmm. and i want to know about them i want to talk i want to know them. about them too i honestly want to message them someday and be like i love you <laughs> will you marry me <laughs> whoa yeah i'm ready to commit Holy shit, that's big not, news. Not looking for the right person, just ready to get married. Not Mr. Right, just Mr. Right now. That's it, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, I support this uh, this wedding, this joining of two souls, this matrimony. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And then, could I, could I be a part of the wedding somehow? Yeah. I could officiate. Yeah, you got a good voice. You can do that. Yeah. I've been told we'll, I sound we'll live Judge Frollo. Mm, you also sound a lot like a good newscaster. <laughs> Tonight's top story. Walter Cronkite, eat your ass. And that's the way it was. Hey, Craigs. We got one more MC we want to give you. But first, thanks for joining us for another deep dive into the misconnection section. The theme song was written and performed by Rose Sherman. Follow her at HeySherme on Insta. And follow us at Craigsistential Crisis on Insta and TikTok for more fun. If you enjoyed our company, leave us a rating wherever you're listening. Or tell a friend about our services. Check the show notes for more info. And before we leave, one more time, come check out Doc of the Bay uh, at Westside Comedy Theater in Los Angeles, 7 p.m. April 17th is our next show, but we also have shows on May 1st and May 15th. And... Stay tuned for our next episode of Craig's Central Crisis. But it's going to be a good one. It's a 420 episode. Next episode is going to be good. And just so you don't have to say it all, I really do suggest going to see Doc of the Bay. Uh, Sarah and Elena are very much, I think, my favorite improv duo ah! of, of all time. You shut up. They're really, really, really funny. And Ugh. good. And I just like, when you guys have fun on stage together, it is... Uh, one of the few things that really elicits just pure joy from me. So, oh, And you guys you made me want to do improv again. Oh, thank you for that incredibly unbiased review. I wouldn't waste time saying it if I didn't believe it. That's so nice. All right. All right. Take us away before I start weeping. Take us home and then weep. Wake and take. I'd like to think you wake and think of me, but it gives me pleasure to know you're not. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been Craig's Essential Crisis. Crisis. Do not contact us with any unsolicited services or offers or dick pics, please. Unless we solicit them. And we are not. Yet. <laughs>